You're listening to the podcast of Antioch East Baptist Church in Magnolia, Arkansas. This is Pastor Ron Owen. We're so glad that you've joined us today. If you have any comments or inquiries, you can send those to us at aebc123 at me.com. Luke chapter 17 and verse 22. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you shall not see it. And they shall say to you, See here, or see there, go not after them nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteneth out of one part under heaven shineth into another part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in His day. Let's pray together. Father, we come to you first of all to say thank you for what we've already experienced in your house. And we've experienced it because, sweet Jesus, you came in our midst. And we understood what we have understood, precious Holy Spirit, because you went along beside the preached word and the sung word. Lord, help me. May I say something that be pleasing to you. Edify the church. If there be any lost, save them. It's all said and done. We can say it sure was good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. In Jesus' name and all the people said Now, by far, the most frequent name that Jesus called himself by was Son of Man. It was his choice, title, and name that he took. In the Gospels alone, the Son of Man is named over a hundred times, not to mention the Old Testament. You see, Christ used this title to identify who he was. The Old Testament Jew knew very well who the Son of Man was. He was Messiah. I see four men, and one of them's like unto the Son. You see, so they knew very well who this Son of Man was, and they hated it. The Jewish leaders hated it when he called himself the Son of Man. So they would say, you know him, the son of Joseph. You see, they would call him by different titles, and some of the things they said about him were terrible. It angered them that he would designate himself to be that man of God. The title designated himself as the head of the human family, the man who both furnished the pattern of a perfect man and the man that acted on behalf of all mankind. 2 Corinthians 5.15 He died for all. You don't have this Savior for this group of people and a Savior for that group of people. You don't have another Jesus over here. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He's the head of the whole human race. He is the only one that could purchase Man, by his vicarious suffering on the cross, he who knew no sin became sin for us. 
Jesus could have rightfully said, I am the Son of God. He had every right to use that title. For surely he was. And we know that Peter confirmed that when he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Brother Ron, if you don't mind, I love to hear the church house just shout that. Do you know who he is? Let's say it together. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I'm not ashamed to tell him that. Lord, if you can't tell him that here, you sure won't tell anybody in the world that. But Peter wasn't the only one who knew who Jesus was. In Luke 4:41, And devils also came out of many, crying out, saying, Thou art the Christ, the Son of God. But Jesus chose to call himself by the meeker title. Now, I was a nurse, but I never was a doctor. No one ever called me Dr. Humble at a church for a good reason. I ain't one. And when I was a nurse, I was a VLN, a very large nurse. <laughs> but I'd just soon take that meeker title. Brother Mark will do just fine. How about you preachers? You don't want to be called bishop and all that. Even though I am the Baptist bishop of Port Natchez, Texas, I don't care to be called by that. In our text, there are two days used to label this favorite term. In verse 22, it says, The days of the Son of Man. That's when His body was like mine and yours. But in verse 24, he's the son of man in his day, and that's when my body's going to be like his. The days of the son of man reverse to the time that he walked on earth, going about doing good. He walked among us as the son of man in the days of his great passion. He came loving us, didn't he? The days of the Son of Man are the ones he said that they would miss. But then he said, the Son of Man in his day. Oh, let me tell you something. The devil thought the devil thought he'd had his day when he crucified the Lord, but he didn't. And I want to tell you, when you look out in this world, it doesn't look like Jesus is making a whole lot of headway. But honey, there's coming a day that he's going to return as King of kings and Lord of lords and he's going to be in his day when that happens. I want us to look quickly at three things concerning the days of the Son of Man. Number one, days you cannot forget. Secondly, days you cannot fabricate. And then lastly, days you cannot find. Let's look at that. Days you cannot forget. In verse 22, the days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man. Well, I can testify the days will come. The days will come. I used to use this scripture inside my heart a lot. I still do. When I'm at the bedside of one of my precious church members that's been faithful, 
have stood for God, loved their pastor, loved everybody. And they're on their bed of affliction in the dark valley of the shadow of death, creeping in the room. And I'll whisper inside, Oh Lord, if I had just one day right now of the Son of Man, surely you'd come by here and raise this saint of God up. Did he do that before? Sure, I long for him sometimes. When I visit my mother in the nursing home, I often wish for just one day of the Son of Man. But my Savior said, you're going to long for it, but you will not find it. If we desire Him to be here again, it's really not right, and we'll cover that in a moment, to be in the bodily form as the days of the Son of Man. But you know what? His disciples never would forget those days. <laughs> I mean, they'd never forget it. They raised folks from the dead. The lame went running about. The deaf could hear, and the biggest miracle is they could understand when people spoke. Now, that's what you call every whit old. The mute were able to speak. Demon-possessed folks were delivered. All little babies gathered in his arms, and he blessed them all. The disciples would never forget what they had seen with their eyes. They remember the thousands of people that crowded him. In one scripture, they were literally throwing people at him because if you touched him, you got healed. They'd never get over that. And not only that, he gave authority to the twelve to go out and do the works of Christ. They were healing folks, delivering folks, and performing miracles. And by the way, miracles is not a sign of being a child of God. For Judas did the same miracles everybody else did. But they'd never get over it. Can you imagine that early church? Remember the early church in your Bible? Can you remember years down the road, testimony time? Old fellow stand up, old in his age. Well, I remember very well the day I was laying on a stretcher and Jesus came by and gave me my legs. You see, the testimonies in that early church, they would never forget. But I wasn't there and you weren't there. But I learned them first at my mother's knee out of that big old story Bible she read to me. And every time I read it, the Holy Ghost of God convicts me and encourages me. My Savior did that. I don't have to see it to know it. He lives within me. The living Word of God testifies to me. I'll never get over what Jesus has done, even in the days of the Son of Man. You can't. Forget them. But not only are they days you cannot forget, they are days you cannot fabricate. Pretending to be in the days of the Son of Man is futile. It's downright ridiculous. He said in verse 22, the days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man and ye shall not see it. Even though Christ himself said, you're not going to have these days. Did you know, I don't know how it is in this part of the country, we got them all over down there where I am. They're having those days every Sunday. 
They advertise. Come to the old time way where the old time power like Jesus did is done in our church. Come on and claim your miracle. God is moving as in days of old, they say. Name it. Claim it. Grab it. Stab it. It's all yours. Granola bar Christians, the nuts, the fruits, and the flakes. Luke 17, 22. Ye shall not see it. You're not going to find it. Now, don't mistake me. I believe God can do anything he wants to do. Matter of fact, on May 10th of 1968, he took a tow-headed boy, mean as a snake, mischievous. I had so many beatings. Mama had a stick. On one side was one of her favorite hymns, I Need Thee Every Hour. <laughs> and on the other one was the rod of God for the bod. <laughs> I don't know where I got off on that. But I do believe Jesus saves. I do believe he heals. Matter of fact, the Bible says if you have anything good, it came down from the Father through the Son and by the Spirit. But no one can fabricate the days like the Son of Man in those days. I'm just going to tell you, 25 and 30,000 people don't show up for our fish fries when it's just one sack lunch. My shatter doesn't heal anybody. If it did, I wouldn't be here tonight. I'd be at the hospital. I'd be in the nursing homes. I'd be in institutions where people are crippled for the rest of their days. You can name it and claim it all you want, honey. We are not having the days like they had when Jesus was here. And you can't fabricate it. But not only do you see the days of the sunny man that you just can't forget. Not only do you see the days of the sunny man, the son of man that you cannot fabricate, but you cannot find it anywhere. Well, maybe if we had enough faith, maybe if we all got together and fasted and prayed until I had to go down in my suit sizes, and maybe if we just beg and plead and just go on and on, froth at the mouth, bark like a dog, and, and, and cut didos like Curly and the Three Stooges would do. I'm telling you, folks, you cannot find it. Well, he's over here now. And so they all flock over there. And it lasts until they catch him. And then here comes another one. And they all flock over there. Honey, wherever the buzzards are, that's where the carcass is. Maybe Jesus will give us just one day where the people that deserve it would be able to bask in those days. Just one day, that's all we're asking for. We don't want 50, we don't want 100. What did Jesus say? You shall long for one day and you will not. You will not see it. That's why I said, Matthew, if any man say unto you, Lo, he's here or there, believe it not, because it's not going to happen. 
Behold, he's in the desert. Go not forth. Behold, he's in the secret chambers. Believe it not. We've even got whole cults and religions that say they've got the power of God in a secret place. Only a few people get to know that, and they'll give you what God is saying here recently. Yeah, right. For whosoever the carcass is, wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered. I like my translation, wherever the carcass is, that's where the buzzards are. The days of the Son of Man are days that you cannot forget. They're days that you cannot fabricate. And they're days that you cannot find. Why did Jesus, in the middle of his walk that day, at the close of ministry, they were all circled around the disciples. What prompted him to say, you're going to want one of these days? not going to have it. I can tell you what I think happened. The Bible tells us that disciples begin to have a hardened heart. How many miracles have they seen? How many? Thousands. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands. Just another day of ministry. Now at the end of the day, we're, now, when they first started, did you see that man running? And now it's, oh, man, I hope Judas didn't spend all the money. We sure could use a good supper tonight. And Jesus looked at his disciples. He was weary, of course. He grew weary at times. But he never grew weary of loving people. And he looked at them. They were bored with miracles. That's what happened. I want to tell you something, folks. Greater works of these shall you do. Because many of those folks that he healed and saved and delivered shouted out, crucify him when the time came. But greater works than these. Because you see, there's been a work done in me that's greater than a temporary healing. It's better than one good fish fry. There's a miracle in me tonight. For when he called, I answered. He washed me in his blood. His Holy Ghost regenerated my dead spirit. And my soul came alive for the first time. I'll never get over. I'll never forget what he's done for me. You can't fabricate being saved. You're not going to find it by doing some good work and climbing some mountain or crossing some river. You'll find it by the grace of God. And that's why he told them the days will come when you just have one more day you'd be happy but you shall not find it. You see their hearts got hard. You remember when Jesus fed the 5,000 and it was late and the people were hungry. What was the disciples committee plan to do with those people. Lord, send them away. They had become weary in well-doing. They'd seen enough people saved. They'd seen enough people healed. They'd seen enough people delivered. 
He could stop the whole thing that day for all they cared. But he said later, you'll wish you could see it. I'm never going to forget some of the days I've seen. Days of salvation and rejoicing and revival. Great days of victory. But sometimes I forget them. My heart gets hard. The Bible says they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. You know, I love to go new places. I enjoyed coming up here. I like to see what kind of architecture people have. It's amazing. I like to see different church buildings as I go by and see what they've done. I like to see new towns and places. It's exciting to go somewhere new, even if it's not a fancy place. I just love going to see somewhere. I enjoyed coming here today and seeing something new. But let me tell you something, folks. When you take the same journey over and over and over, it's hard to get excited about it. After a while, it just becomes just a habit. My hat is off to people who have come to church year after year, time after time, and they're still excited when they come through. Are you still excited when you come through the door? And the lost man would say, well, if God is real, why didn't he show himself? He already has. He was rejected and despised, betrayed, denied, and crucified. And if he came back today and did the same works, it wouldn't be long that they'd want to do the same thing to him again. Why doesn't God just appear to us if he's real? First of all, he'd fry you. No one stood in the essence of Jehovah God and lived in that. Beside that, he's not a liar. He said, you're not going to find it, and he meant it when he said it. Do you remember what the Lord's done for you? Do you recall the wonderful things that he's done for you in your life? Well, there's still sometimes intimidation on our part because people sometimes will make fun of us because of who we are. Our church still does miracles. Have y'all had any miracles in your church? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, what have you done? Well, uh, we made budget, and in my church, that's a miracle. And... Uh, I've had them look at me and say, you go to a what? I said, I go to a Baptist church. I pastor a Baptist. Y'all are all in bondage. Yeah, well, I am in bondage. Bars of bones and a fleshly tent. But one day all that's going to be folded down and up and I'm heading out. But, you know, they they come to you. Well, I bet y'all don't even, I bet you hadn't painted your stage black yet, have you? No, sure hadn't. You ain't got any smoke coming out from under the curtains. No, even though it's fabricated. No, we we don't have that. They said, we are going to go back and see miracles again. 
we're going to have power like it was in the days of the Son of Man, and y'all don't believe that. And I said, no, I, I really don't. Well, what would be wrong with it, they say? What would be wrong with God moving like he did then? Well, my friends, let me tell you. Miracles were not the only thing that happened in the days of the Son of Man. I love him too much to want him to come back to that. For them to ridicule him, despise him, say all manner of evil against my precious Savior, accuse his mother of immorality. For the scribes and the Pharisees to question him in his authority, his divineness, question him in his credentials. I love him too much to desire him to come back in the days of the Son of Man.